This is the Front Page Podcast from the Red and Black. I'm Midori Jenkins. This week, we discuss our April 28th paper edition by speaking with Emily Garcia about her story on the concerns with leadership at Oglethorpe Avenue Elementary School. Support for this podcast is provided by the Cox Institute for Journalism, Innovation, Management, and Leadership. For more information, visit grady.uga.edu slash coxinstitute. Emily, welcome to the Front Page Podcast. I am so happy to have you on with us today. Thank you. It's great to be here. So I enjoyed reading your article, and I wanted to see if you could talk about what happened at Oglethorpe Avenue Elementary School on December 17th for our listeners who may not have read your article yet. Yeah, so if you haven't read the article, December 17th was the last day of school before winter break for students at Oglethorpe Avenue Elementary School. And this was also pajama day, so many of the listeners may remember pajama day as a day where you dress up in your sleep clothes and you go to school. And it's supposed to be a really fun day. Um, But on this day at Oglethorpe Avenue, there was a bomb threat that was called in in the morning. And students were evacuated to a nearby church parking lot, and they were out there for two hours. And initially, the church that they were evacuated to the parking lot of was not open, so they didn't initially have access to bathroom facilities, which created quite a problem for students. And the teacher that we spoke to under the condition of anonymity reported that they had to chaperone students going to the bathroom in the woods. So this was a whole ordeal, and on top of that, there was a physical education class that was left inside the building for 15 minutes, approximately 15 to 17 minutes after the school was evacuated due to confusion about the school's emergency notification system. And what parents and the teacher that we spoke with reported is that this was all the results of decisions made by the elementary school's leadership, uh, Principal Bipal Singh. This is just a very heartbreaking incident, and I know that it was very scary for the students as well. And this is kind of the tip of the iceberg for parents and teachers at this school. So besides the bomb threat, what other concerns have parents had with school leadership from this incident and also in the past? So another notable concern that parents had with leadership that actually occurred a little over one month after this bomb threat was, and you may remember, Oglethorpe Avenue Elementary School received national attention after a, a child's artwork was removed from their classroom wall because it was, it was a rainbow picture and an umbrella and it featured the words, gay is okay. And, you know, after all of this media attention, um, Dr. Singh, the principal of Oglethorpe Avenue Elementary School, you know, made the news again because there was a card that was sent to the elementary school that said, you know, Dr. Singh and Miss Scott, who is the assistant principal at Oglethorpe Avenue, uh, gay is okay from your entire community. And camera footage uh, from the school showed Singh popping the balloons and then discarding the balloons in addition to the card into a trash can. So. You know, while the bomb threat occurred before this incident, I think parents reported that this the classroom artwork incident was just, um, you know, the straw that broke the camel's back, so to speak. And parents had also expressed concerns about the way that, um, you know, Singh communicates with teachers and their... Hold on. Okay. 
so parents and teachers also expressed concerns with the way that Singh approaches addressing issues within the school. So what I had was a lot of survey responses through an informal survey that was sent out to staff and teachers at the school that essentially spoke to the fact that whenever an issue was brought up with leadership, they felt that they were not being heard and being received. And we also have a source on the record, Melissa Tatarski, who is a former paraprofessional with the school who left in 2020, in part due to wanting a career change, but also because of issues with Singh. And what she said to me was that the decline in morale among her friends who are still employed with the school is you know, palpable at this point. Um, and she said, you know, and I quote, my friends still in the building feel like they're in a dictatorship right now. Right. That's, that's definitely a tough working scenario. And can you talk a little bit about some teachers who may have decided that they want to resign or terminate their employment? Right. So... This survey that was sent out asked the respondents whether they had thought about leaving Oglethorpe Avenue Elementary School. And of the 31 who responded, all noted that they thought about leaving the school. 24 said that their reasons for leaving were because of issues within the school, including leadership and fidelity to their job description, so being asked to step out into roles outside of their job description. And what's important to note about this is that the total population of Oglethorpe Avenue Elementary School between teachers and staff is 65 to 70 people. So that is a good percentage of people. Another important thing to note is we were given these personnel board reports from January 20th to April 14th. And through those reports, it became clear to us, or the, the reports showed that eight teachers are resigning effective May 27th. Wow, these statistics are extremely astonishing. And teachers are not the only ones who are really fed up with the leadership. So can you talk about the sentiments that parents have had about communication and school leadership? So parents have been really active in advocacy efforts to get transparency and communications from not only the the elementary school and Dr. Singh, but also uh, the district. So Jamie Mays, who is a source for this story and is a parent of a kindergartner at Oglethorpe Avenue, she sent a letter of concern to the district about Singh's behavior and professional conduct. And it was signed by 47 parents, teachers, and staff. It outlines essentially that the parents, teachers, and staff are concerned with this, quote, culture of deceit, divisiveness, retribution, intimidation, and unprofessionalism. And they feel that, you know, it creates a liability to, to the district as well as to the stakeholders in the school. And they advocated, or requested rather, that CCSD open an investigation into into Dr. Singh immediately. Um, Whether an investigation had been opened, the red and black was not able to confirm. But Mays is also, you know, part of an advocacy group much larger. There uh, is a group of parents, teachers, and community members who file open records requests with the district, and they are on Facebook, and currently they have 112 members. Wow. So there are a lot of people who are, you know, crying out for support from the school district. What concern did parents express in regards to the use of funding received 
from CARES and American Rescue Plan. There was also some uh, uproar about this. Yeah, so parents were really concerned with the way that CARES and ARP funds were spent at Oglethorpe Avenue Elementary School because, as we know, federal funding was given to schools and spent at their discretion. So with their funds, Oglethorpe Avenue hired two additional instructional coaches. And so if you're not familiar with what an instructional coach is, they essentially just assist teachers in aligning lesson plans with curriculum standards, and they also act as a liaison between administrators and teachers. And, you know, I confirmed with the Georgia Department of Education that there is no requirement for there to be an instructional coach within an elementary school. There is, however, a requirement um, for counselors um, And state board standards in the Georgia Department of Education recommend a workload of 450 students for one elementary school guidance counselor. Currently, the population of Oglethorpe Avenue Elementary School is 581 students. And on top of that, the parents that I spoke with really emphasized the way that their children were impacted emotionally by the pandemic and the way that they felt like mental health professionals needed to be in the school to help their children with social emotional learning, which is another thing that children missed out on because of online learning. What do you hope people will really take away from reading this story? I think one of the main things to note about this story is that it's very much a story of parents who care about their child's education. And a lot of parents I spoke with you know, spoke to the fact that teachers play such an important role in not just their school, but also their community. And these teachers are also members of the community, as many parents said, who, you know, teach their children and treat their children as though they were their own children. And so for many parents, the idea of a school environment becoming so toxic that many teachers would want to leave is naturally worrisome. And so I, I think that when parents, when, when people read this story, I want them to understand why parents are so worried about losing these teachers because they feel that these teachers are making such a difference in their child's growth and development, not just as a student, but also as a person. And for these teachers to want to stay, they need to work under leadership that is conducive to their continued employment. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast and for shedding light on this huge community issue. I really appreciate your time. Thank you. Glad to be here. This has been The Front Page. The Front Page is a production of the Red and Black Publishing Company. You can find the stories discussed in this episode in the paper edition or on redandblack.com. Make sure to download our app and keep up with us on social media. We hope to see you next week.